Hello everyone and welcome to That Pixel Life. This is episode 166 recording on November 14th, 2021. My name is not Zach Anderson and this week we are discussing what all was announced during Disney Plus Day, Steam Deck delays, and NFTs in games. And to do that, we do not have Zach tonight. He could not make it, but we have back Mr. Shannon. I am still alive more. Uh, yes, the rumors of my demise have been greatly exaggerated, but uh, the universe did try to uh, destroy me, <clears throat> but uh, I, I am back like a cockroach. I have survived and I'm back to cause terror and annoyance to my hosts. <sighs> I know I missed you. I was like, how have you been? I haven't talked to you in weeks. I know, dude. It's just uh, I got I started a I started a new uh, a new job uh, for um, my company building elevators. Uh, it's a very high profile job and um, our hours have shifted. So uh, I'm now getting up at like three thirty in the morning um, during the weekdays uh, so I can get to work on time. I do get to get off work early, but usually when I get off work, I just want to sleep. Um, and my son kicks my butt like pretty much until it's time for him to go to bed. <laughs> so there's been an adjustment there. And then uh, we've had some birthdays uh, that I've had to go to. And and then my computer, Apple, man, you really dropped the ball. Uh, you sent me a little notification up in the corner of my screen saying, hey, um, you might want to update from High Sierra to Monterey. Uh, that's our new operating system. And we think there's some features you're going to really like. I was like, cool, sign me up. I hit the uh, load button or the up update button and it bricked like my entire iMac uh, that I was using to record. Uh, and yeah, um, that was rough, dude. Like I took, I had to strip it all the way back down to the base operating system. And uh, Mac's uh, tech support is severely lacking, um, I found. So I had to kind of do it all myself hit up my friends, ask them what they do. Uh, luckily, I had a couple people that work for Apple that were able to point me in the right direction. But uh, yeah, I, I got I had to scrub everything. So this is a, a stripped down version of, uh, of my computer that's running uh, for the podcast tonight. So <laughs> it's, been, it's been a minute and I'm glad to see your face. It's, um, it's a welcomed respite from everything that's happened uh, over the past couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you guys have a good Halloween though? Yeah, uh, so Halloween went off without a hitch. Uh, my son was a uh, fire fire marshal, and uh, he had a fire truck. And uh, I was a um, student at um, My Hero Academia. And uh, there's this place um, down in uh, San Jose where my girlfriend lives, um, and they basically block off like their whole neighborhood so that kids can just run amok around the neighborhood. And, um, there's parents that have like little, um, uh, those red wagons and they just stock them with like wine and beers. And when they're walking around, they just hand them out to people like walking down, like all the parents walking down the street. They're like, here, have a beer, have a glass of wine. And you're like, Whoa, this is like upscale trick or treating. I've never experienced this before, but my son was just like going ham, like running up to houses, like grabbing candy. Cause like all the, all the parents and all the adults are outside and they're just like, you know, come look at our decorations, come hang out. And they uh, basically just leave buckets of candy out and then you just walk up and like take one. So my son was just like walking up and then he was just like, cool, thanks. Like happy Halloween. And they were like, yeah, cool. 
like see you see you next time and like we were just like blown away so we stayed out a little later than we should have and and uh yeah he he has quite a haul how about you did you uh did you do anything fun for halloween um we always hand out candy in the driveway mm-hmm. and i bought like a shit ton of candy this year because I wasn't expecting as many trick-or-treaters last year with like the mandate and stuff, but we got a ton. And so I was like, dude, I was like, I imagine there's probably going to even be more this year now that the mandate's lifted. So we bought a bunch of candy and now I still have a full bowl left over with all this candy because we didn't have like as many trick-or-treaters. Yeah, that's the, uh, that's the rough thing I've noticed. It's hard to gauge because you know, my, um, my parents' house, um, there's a lot of kids, like you see them running around like all the time, like when it's not Halloween. And then all of a sudden on Halloween, like they all disappear. Like they all go to like somebody else's neighborhood to trick or treat. So, you know, my parents, they buy like bags of candy and they're both on diets. Cause you know, they're trying to watch their figures and their older ages. And, um, yeah. So now like the candy disposal falls on me. So yeah, like I've just, <laughs> I'm eating like Snickers and Reese's peanut butter cups. I mean, it's, it's a hard life i live um but i will eat all that candy <laughs> dude it was funny though the first uh kids that i had at that night though were a brother and sister and they were both dressed for uh, demon slayer costumes mm-hmm. and the sister was nezuko and then the brother instead of being her brother was the fucking blonde haired kid with the uh-huh. orange kimono <laughs> and they were they came up and they're like trick-or-treat and i was like I love your guys' costumes. I was like, I love Demon Slayer. And they were so excited that like I actually knew what they were. They were like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, the uh like there was one house that had a group of kids out in front, and I showed up and they were like, We know who you are. I was like, Who am I? And they're like, You're you're from My Hero Academia. I was like, Yeah, and they're like, Well, who are you though? Like, what character from My Hero Academia are you? And I was like, I'm like one of the ones in the background. Like I'm not in the A class. I'm in like B class. And they were like, oh, what's your superpower? And I was like, to make everybody absolutely normal when they're around me. And they were like, oh my God, like we all have superpowers and you're just draining them from us. I was like, yep. I was like, you all are superpowers, like people when you're somewhere else, but try to do your tricks around me. And they were just like, we can't. I was like, I know. I like totally made their night. They were just like live acting, like my hero academia in the front of the house. (laughs) The kid, the parents were just like, what what's going they're like filming a tiktok right now and you're like (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was good times good times but uh yeah nothing nothing new of a import other than just everything i've explained well i'll tell you what is new though is disney day just happened recently Uh you like that transition I do. Uh, I thought, all right. I mean, it's get it's getting there. Like, I mean, uh, you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're working on it. But <laughs> Disney I Day did. was a kind of <laughs> I need to set you up better. I'm sorry. I just I, I don't know what it's, to say. It's okay. I was like, Disney Day happened a couple days ago, and we got a bunch of new trailers for a bunch of new things, including we got first looks at Obi Wan, Moon Knight, She Hulk, um. They also released uh, Shang-Chi and Jungle Cruise and stuff and Home Sweet Home Alone, which I actually watched that this weekend. And I, I'm going to talk about it at the end of the podcast. because It was pretty funny. Well, that's good. I was I was really curious because uh, I've seen the, the previews for it and I was like, I don't know if it's going to have the same flair because, you know, one of the burglars um, 
is more of the like the brains of the operation and one is more like the slapstick like you know takes the brunt of most of the punishments yeah and i kind of liked it when it was equal like you know when joe pesci and and i forget the other guy's name uh like the wet bandits essentially like yeah we're splitting the damage it was it was pretty hilarious um so I, i'm curious to see what you think uh i will tell you the boba fett like uh trailer that they released um mm-hmm. the the one for his you know episode the book I of was, boba fett or whatever yeah dude i was stoked for that like when when i saw that i i thought oh here comes the new mandalorian yes the new mandalorian they're like nope it's the book and I, I was still like sign me up like i want to watch that um but uh the moon knight uh one the teaser trailer that they released i was interested with i think oscar wilde does um he's pretty interesting uh, I don't know enough about Moon Knight's character in the Marvel Universe to 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 know if that's an accurate representation of his character, you know, um, you know, you know, his his non Moon Knight side. Um, so maybe you can fill me in. Is that were you stoked like to see that interpretation or that? Yeah, um, I was really excited at the fact that we are getting a Moon Knight. Um, I've read some Moon Knight. I do really like the character. He's kind of crazy. Like he's schizophrenic hmm. and stuff. And then usually like when he's kind of Moon Knight, he's also like in some of the comics, he's like a cannibal and like oh. eats fucking people and shit. Well, that's cool. Because he like worships like the old, like ancient gods and stuff. Like, so I'm pretty sure they'll gloss over that in the Disney adaptation. Yeah. Of it. <laughs> and he's like one of the other few like Marvel people who just like straight up like murders people. <laughs> Like Punisher style, just like cuts him like down. Well, that's awesome. Uh, so did did he always have this um, voice in his head, or is there something that triggers it? Do you know his origin story? Not not en- not enough to like strongly talk about it. I want to say he's kind of always been crazy, but it's also not really like him being crazy as it is like him kind of like having like a spirit like talking to him kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like Deadpool has like a voice in his head, but this one's not like a good one. <laughs> um, well, that's awesome. She Hulk kind of looks interesting, and I'm mainly interested because I also just watched Shang Chi. Mm-hmm. Um, and in Shang Chi, they show Bruce for like just a second and stuff, but he's like normal and. You know, last time when we saw him in like Endgame and stuff, he was like Smart Hulk. Mm-hmm. So in the trailer for that, he was still like Smart Hulk. So I'm like, okay, like something I'm wondering if we're going to get to see kind of like what happens between like then and like now with his character because we haven't really got to like see too much of him. You know, that's funny. I didn't even make that that crossover, that connection when I saw him because like, I was like, Oh, his arms in a sling. So this must be like pretty recent after, um, uh, you know, the snap, uh, or when he, when he, no, no, I'm trying to think now. Well, yes. cause all the people and by Shang Chi, all the people already came back and stuff mm-hmm. like in game had like fully resolved. Yeah. Which is weird because he was smart Hulk when all that happened. So like what happened to him to make it go away? Like, I, okay, now I get what you're yeah. saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. Cause he's like injured and stuff and it's like, we don't really know what happened. So yeah, maybe so, yeah. like using the, the gauntlet, like took away whatever, uh, 
agent he used to bond himself permanently to to be like smart hulk the yeah. radiation like drained him or something yeah maybe maybe it'd be interesting to see how they play it, how they retcon that or play it out but um yeah i i, I watched shang chi finally this weekend uh now that it was out on um on disney plus so we could talk about that at the end of the show too uh um, right but i haven't seen the she hulk uh was it a teaser or was it a full-blown trailer um i mean it was short you don't really see too much it was like you know maybe like i think a minute and a half like two minute trailer mm. but it's like they don't really show her like full on as like she they kind of do like the kind of behind shot kind of like the teaser shots and stuff like so you don't really get to fully see her like all at once mm-hmm. but now do you think uh for the makeup for that show do you think they were like just spray painting her like every single day like <laughs> like all of her body green <laughs> probably it's probably the same thing they do to like gamora or whatever they just like you're like all right this is you for like the next three weeks <laughs> get used to it that's awesome one of the things actors do for their ba- for their parts i swear <clears throat> but uh, but uh what else uh there were there uh did Disney did Disney release any NFTs for us to uh, to to partake in? No, you piece of scum. <laughs> NFTs are bad, Shannon. <laughs> I know they are. So then, why why is everybody doing it? I don't like. I don't understand. Like, I don't understand NFT. Like the owning the owning of like basically, it's like a piece of I don't know, not even real paper. Like saying, yeah, you own this group of pixels Mm -hmm. and it's like all right cool like (laughs) i don't understand why they're like selling for like thirty thousand dollars and they're all like ugly ass like chimp ones too and stuff i'm like i don't even like this doesn't even look cool like i don't understand (laughs) like maybe i'm just old and i don't i don't get it yeah uh you know i had to look up um nfts um but i think we're, we're trying to talk i tried to give you a segue and you you I, I lobbed it up there for you to go into the next story and you just you just tossed it right back to me like it was a hot potato <laughs> <laughs> okay look i wasn't trying to pass it like a hot potato but i thought we were just going to go into the fact that nfts are getting like brought up a lot in games and Jeff Keeley said that over 40 titles and no NFT stuff from the Game Awards 2021. So I know there's been a lot of talk with like EA talking about implementing NFTs in games and like Epic basically like saying, yeah, like we're cool. If you want to do that in your games, you can upload them like to our store. But, you know, NFTs are from everything I've heard, like, terrible for the environment and i also don't understand the appeal of them either but i know a lot of people have also been getting ripped off by them recently too i know like squid game after squid game came out there was an nft for it and like for two weeks it was up and then it just disappeared and the guy like walked away with like over two million dollars or something oof like, it's insane because it's like the wild west. It's like there's no managing it. It's kind of like Bitcoin and stuff. Like, it's not like you can't report it to the police or something if someone jacks you, your money for it. Yeah, there's there's no commission for it. I mean, an NFT is a non-fungible token is basically what that means. Um, so it's basically 
like this imaginary currency that only holds value as long as the people that hold it deem it to hold value. Right. So, you know, I, I, I know people who dabble in that and it's ridiculous because they're like, Oh yeah, I just spent a thousand dollars and bought like an insane amount of this, you know, new currency that's coming out. That's uh, selling right now at 0.0001 cent. And then they, you know, they're just all day. They're just tracking it on their phone and they're like, Oh, it's up like 25%. And I was like, okay, that's up 25%. What does that mean? Oh, it's at 0.0001 And I was like, okay, well, what does that do to your bottom line? And they're like, well, you know, I've, I'm, I'm up like 25 bucks or something like that. And they're like, I, I hope it like definitely like shoots up, um, you know, with, and th- that's all they do is they just watch it and pray that it doesn't disappear, that, it, their money doesn't get um, stolen, like you were report, like you were saying. It's just it's a confusing time um, because I don't understand why people want these tokens. How they represent? Like, I mean, are they basically? Uh, is it going to be some type of currency that you can use as long as the game does well? Because I don't see, you know, if you get an NFT for like Elder Scrolls, right? Um, okay, great. What does that mean? Like, as long as the game does well, that, that, that token you have is going to increase in value in some way, shape or form, or is it going to be like an in-game currency that you actually have to pay real money for so that you can buy things? And, you know, now the company's like double dipping because they're holding onto your money and making interest while you're hoping that this token is going to increase so you can return to the game and buy more tchotchkes that you want. Um, it is horrible for the environment. Like I I think mining for all of this, uh, these types of currencies is like the equivalent of having like 600 cars or something like that, like running just all the time, um, you know, for the environment, as far as the amount of energy consumption to power the computers that are doing the mining. Um, so I, I just I don't like the direction that this is going. And I, I just wish that people would stop, you know, thinking with their wallets and start thinking about the planet that they're going to be living in <laughs> if they keep pursuing these nefarious uh, quests for money. Right. So, yeah, um, video games, bad juju. Don't do the NFTs. Yeah. And I think like after a lot of the negativity around NFTs recently and stuff with people, like I said, losing money and stuff, I think some of these people have started to kind of back off of trying to implement, you know, it's kind of like almost going back to like the loot boxes and stuff. Once that started getting heat, like people kind of toned back on like the randomization loot crates and loot boxes and stuff in games. So yeah, I can see that. But like, you know, when, when it was loot boxes and things, it was usually just like one or two companies that were the big offenders. Like it, primarily it was EA, right? That like created yeah. like the, the grimiest of features. That's like one company. I mean, how many big hitters have started like an NFT? I mean, you have like Dogecoin, which was like Elon Musk's like, you know, uh, brainchild. And I know there's a couple other ones like Bitcoin and things like that. You're going to have to go up against some pretty heavy hitters that are throwing you know, a substantial amount of money around to, you know, get any type of regulation in there. I, I don't see it happening anytime soon. So it's a bummer. Just keep sticking to making my video games. Don't delay them. 
you know, I know Activision and Blizzard are, you know, postponing uh, Diablo and Overwatch 2 for like the foreseeable future. But, you know, just, just stick to what you're good at. Make video games. Right. And, and speaking, consoles. I was going to say, and speaking of delays, the Steam Deck was delayed back into February 2022 next year. And that's for the first batch. I know there's some people who kind of got them in like staggered releases like one was supposed to be for this year and then one was supposed to be for the following year in quarter one but even those first people now are getting emails saying that their initial steam deck is going to be delayed until february as well wow i mean i'm not surprised just because like i think zach's uh premonition of everything getting delayed is is actually like starting to come true now um so I mean, I'm all for delaying it if it's like a chip management issue, if it's a supply chain issue, like fine, you know, postpone your release. I would rather have the technology that you want to put into it than for you to scramble to find something that's maybe slightly less better, you know, that's going to well, make the, the console suffer. Well, that's my thing is I'm actually thinking it's probably due to the chip shortage and stuff that's going on still, because I know... Not that long ago, everyone on Twitter who's like got like game development kits for him and stuff, they had the actual Steam decks that they were testing their games on and stuff. And so those were like, you know, final designs. So I was like, they were out there. So I'm like just thinking that production, like you said, probably just got too too few chips. And so they have to wait until they can get more to release them all at once. Yeah, it's a bummer, but it's a sign of the times. I mean, like, you know, you got it is the global economy was so impacted. I, I mean, nobody really knew how COVID was going to affect a lot of things. So I think you just got to ride that wave out for the next like year. And then hopefully things will go back to normal. Hopefully. Yeah. And it's like there's still people that can't get PS5s out there. Yeah, there's yeah. <laughs> that that's a whole nother thing but i mean that's not as bad though right i mean like the steam deck like there's already a huge library for steam for games that you're gonna play right i mean yeah the, the whole point is like another point of accessibility for your steam library it's not like the playstation 5 where there's really nothing to play on it <laughs> right now right i mean mine's a Dude. paperweight <laughs> shannon i don't know what you're talking about there's such great hits coming out on it like ratchet and clank <laughs> that came out how long ago this year i think may may that seems like forever ago i know right <laughs> in a time where like a new game a week basically comes out that i want to play i'm like that seems like an eternity ago i've played so many games <laughs> since that's come out. i know with all the delays that we've talked about on this show it's surprising the amount of games i've still played you know i thought that i was gonna definitely be in the doldrums like hitting my backlog like trying to get rid of all these games like i'd be talking about um you know beating the original horizon or you know other things that have just been sitting there collecting dust and it, i i have not touched my backlog i have just still been like jamming through the games that, that are coming out Dude, I'm thinking we should do some talking about what games we've been playing because I know you've been playing it and this is the first time I've ever played it, but Forza Horizon 5. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, that game is a banger. And um, I mean, I know it's getting a lot of uh, flack because they haven't really changed much from four to five other than the location. But that game is so gorgeous. Like it is beautiful. Um, like and I'm playing it on the PC with the graphic setting set to like high, like the highest, like perform like the highest model you can and like when i'm driving through water water and like you know the spray is is slapping my screen and like the water droplets are going down or when i'm driving at a sunset and i gotta stop to take a picture because it's so breathtaking like i'm just like oh this is this is fantastic i mean i i got the i i broke down and actually bought like some of the the car packs um because I knew I was going to be playing this game for a while. And my son, who is a car fanatic, uh, loves driving around in the open world. Like this is like one of those games where he doesn't have to do the races. Right. Like, I mean, that's one of the things that kind of sucks about like Hot Wheels is that if there was like a free roam where there was, you know, just a place where he could drive around, not have to worry about competing or anything like that, he would probably be much more excited about it. But Forza, like. It, it, there's that free roam and he's like, Oh, I want to drive this truck. Like I just opened up the inventory and I was like, okay, bud, like what car do you want to drive? And there's just like every car imaginable that he could ever want to drive there. And he's just like, I want to drive that truck. I want to drive it off road. I want to take it off that Hill. I want to just like watch it. I just want to eat that thing. Like right off the side of that, <laughs> that, that mountain. And he's, he plays it and I just enjoy watching him explore. And like, he thinks it's great. Cause there's all of those, billboards around like on the on the ground he just mm-hmm. drives around and just hits all those like i i already have like 100 of the 220 that are on the map because he just drives around and finds them and didn't wrecks them that's Loves great it. how about you like what do you how do you like uh forza yes yeah, so this is the very first forza game that i've ever played um and i was genuinely surprised like how much i love it yeah like it's crazy um well, one, that thing is a beefy fucking download too. <laughs> yeah. I had to delete a bunch of. Let me let me talk about that. I had to delete <laughs> a bunch of shit off my <laughs> Xbox One to fit that fucker. Like I deleted probably like twelve fucking games just to get it on there, and then I was like, "All right, there's enough space." And then it was downloading, and then it stopped, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And it was like, "Oh, you need even more space than that." So I was like, "God damn it!" So I had to delete like two more things, and then it was like. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna take up a third of your hard drive, boy. <laughs> it's like, damn, dude. Yeah, but I, uh, my my issue with that too is that um, I on the PC, I don't know what it is about um the Xbox companion for your for your for your computer, but it won't let me. Maybe it's something I'm doing, but maybe it won't let me go to my external hard drives to put the games on it. It wants me to install everything on the actual hard drive that's on the computer. <laughs> um so yeah that's kind of a bummer because i mean anytime like i i got rid of every xbox game i had so that i could fit it on my on my computer <laughs> so so yeah it's uh but i didn't mean to interrupt i'm sorry keep keep going no like no that's fine that's hilarious but no i've yeah i've been i didn't realize like you were saying where you could just roam around the overworld and stuff and it's like yeah, you can select kind of like Dead Space style, like whatever, like where you want to go. And it has a little blue arrow and stuff that kind of just shows you the way, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I didn't realize that that's kind of how it was. I was expecting it to, you know, just be like race after race after race, like, you know, kind of whatever. And the whole kind of tutorial thing at the beginning, 
I thought was kind of interesting where it kind of gives you an opportunity to play with each car before like the actual game starts, which made me like kind of even question when the real game started. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wait, 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 shit. I need to actually win this race. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like before it's just like, yeah, just get to the end. Like whatever, you can take your time. You kind of drive off road as a man. And I'm like, oh no, this matters now. Like I need to like <laughs> drift this corner like right now. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good mechanics. And I like the 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 weather, um, the terrain, like all of that impacts how your car is going to drive, uh, which, you know, is is awesome because, I mean, you should not be able to drive up a mountain in like a McLaren. You should just you sh- should. Um, so the fact that they've taken all those little itty bitty details and and put them in the game, I'm I'm a fanatic of now. I don't care for the radio stations as much in this one as I did in the previous ones, like the music that you play while you're, while you're driving around. Um, I think the sound, this soundtrack is a little weaker than the previous ones, but there are some bangers. Cause yeah, I was like, I, since I don't have anything to compare it to like, but I was like, yeah, I enjoy the music. Like, I mean, it's no Tony Hawk pro skater (laughs) HD soundtrack, mind you, but (laughs) But it's still a pretty nice, like, cool vibes soundtrack to kind of drive or two. Mm-hmm. Now, how far are you? Because uh, there's there's sections that you unlock, right? Like, there's, like, the four major. There's, like, the Apex. There's the um, uh, Baja. There's And then there's two other ones. I forget what they call them. But, um, like, have you unlocked all of the, the different venues uh, around Mexico? I don't think I've unlocked all of them. I was doing a lot of the side quest stuff, mm-hmm. like the like drag strip. The drag strip one was kind of fun. Like when you hit the point, you're just like, all right, like speed out, speed out, and they like switch like the orange like Lambo, and you're just like, like going <laughs> down the strip. I was trying to like your time was insane. I beat Zach's time on that one really long strip, I think, but yours was like insanely fast. It was like a hundred and like. 78 or something and i was like how the fuck did he do that I was like, <laughs> i'm like switch to the orange lambo and everything and i could only like top out at like like 160 or something yeah i forget what card is it's it's a it's a one-off in the manufacturers if you go through the car list it's all the way at the bottom and it's like this manufacturer i i've never heard of but it's got a spoiler that when you turn the spoiler banks with your car like mm-hmm. it moves like all the time and I was doing I, I just wanted to mess around with it because I had never seen it before. And I was like, well, it's it's like an S2 or S3. So it's like top tier. And I was like, OK, I'm going to try this to see how fast it goes. And that thing whips. And I was like, oh, my God. And then by accident, I found this the speed trap on the runway. And I was like, I'm going to do it because like I got two stars and it was like, you need to you need to go 43 miles an hour faster to get the three star. And I was like, I could do that. And so, you know, I just kept doing it over and over again. And I hit this one where there was no cars in my way, like leading up to the to getting to the airport. So I was Mm -hmm. already at like 160 when I hit the tarmac. And then I was like, oh, I got this. And I just like blasted (laughs) through it. And I was and it got the three stars and it was like 170 something miles an hour. I was like, yeah. All right. And then but it is it is funny to race like with your because it populates the race with your friends list right Mm -hmm. so like i could see you like racing like around with me even though you're not online and it was hella funny because you were in one of the races you were in the mercedes 
like G wagon with the extended bed on the back. So you had like three axles and like six wheels and like your car had like, I was looking at it. It had probably like, it was a A class, but it was like at the top of the A class, like Mm -hmm. right before S class. And then my car was probably like a good 40 horsepower to 50 horsepower, like less than yours. And like, you just came out of nowhere. Like you're the, the, the computer that was controlling, you just came out of nowhere with this truck and just rammed me like right off the road, like sent me into like, uh, like the stands. I had to like rewind it again. And then I had to like wait for you to come through and I had to like slam on the brakes hella hard. And then you like just blasted past me and like took out a cactus and like something else. And I was like, well, there goes Justin. Goodbye. (laughs) Yeah, it's it, that's pre- I love I love all those little those little nuances about that game. It's fun. Um, is it co-op at all? Yes, it is. So um, you can do you can do free roam with your buddies. And then uh, if there's a race that you see uh, that you want to do, you um, you can choose it. And then it gives uh, like a timer for your friends to like accept if they want to race with you. Mm-hmm. And then you all can do that race. Um Otherwise, you can just kind of like free roam and do like whatever, like all around like the the overworld with your with your posse. Dude, it's I was like, cool. Nick, I was like, you, me, and Zach should play like next Friday or Saturday or something. Fuck yeah, dude! Like I'm all about that. That that'd be hella fun. Um, because when I was driving in the overworld at one point too, I actually it like destroyed me. I did like a barrel roll like in <laughs> midair, and I actually like landed it and didn't total the car, and I like jump like cheered like crazy like i was just like yeah like i did it like shit was so crazy it was just yeah like it's it's pretty funny when you have somebody in your because like it'll give you like four people um randomly like you're always playing with other people whether you know them or not um and Mm -hmm. you can see them on the map like driving around so you can challenge them if you want to but it's pretty funny to be driving and then like you just see some dude like skyrocketing through the air because like he just did like one of those big air jumps yeah like where is this dude flying in from because he is (laughs) way up there and i don't see a mountain like anywhere so the 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 level design is pretty good for some of those uh some of those uh those areas where they have the the podium set up it's good yeah um I'm trying to think if there's anything else about Forza that I want to talk about. It's I, I, I feel like once you hit um, there's one up in the top, I think it's like the street races or whatever, where mm-hmm. basically they just want you to do all of the like the speed cameras or the drift zones or the um, like the, I think there's a couple other um, like uh, little nuanced things that they want you to do um that once once you unlock that one like i feel the map gets just filled with junk like there's just so much shit to do like once you've unlocked like the 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 major like the four major areas Mm -hmm. like there's just so much crap on my map like all the time like it i it's getting to the point where like if there's a there's like sometimes there's like a cluster and it's got like six things in there and you're just like dude i just want that one race i don't want the speed trap i don't want the the drift circuit i just want the race that's in there and that can be a little overbearing like over like cumbersome at times but other than that i don't have any complaints about this game like i'll play the crap out of this game for a while yeah no i was just so surprised that it was kind of more go at your own pace and stuff. And I thought that was really cool and that you could just kind of switch cars anytime. Like mm-hmm. the rewind feature is great. There's so many times where it's like, I took a bad fucking corner and I'm just like, Nope, Nope. And I'm like, go back, go back. I'm like, okay, we're going to, 
we're gonna e break a little earlier this time, and then like I actually don't like smash into the wall and I whip around. I'm like, okay, I'm like, we got it. Yeah, that's the one thing that you're gonna hate about doing like multiplayer races is you don't have that feature. Like you can't you can't rewind. <laughs> so yeah, but I feel like if you're just like playing with friends or whatever, like you wouldn't like really like it's like it is what it is. It's almost kind of like Mario Kart. It's just like ah, you know, you reckon to the side, you reckon to the side, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I I don't like the Baja ones because like there's the ones the open Baja races where you're you're basically just racing across a mountainside and a lot of mm-hmm. times there's like a dip and then there's a banking turn and like you can't see the arrows like the lines the racing lines or, or sometimes you can't even see the track like where they want you to go and you're just like I guess it's over here. And then you just kind of like hightail it into like a wall and then go through the wall into like the brush. And you're just like, well, I guess I'm rewinding like three or four times to get out of this mess. Dude. Like I was so surprised when I was like sitting there, like, you know, running the first time when I like drove kind of off the road and it was like, oh, you missed a checkpoint or whatever. And I was like, dude, it was right there. And I kept, I, it took me way longer than it should have to realize that I actually had to like drive kind of over that mm-hmm. instead of like, okay, okay, I can't just kind of whip it and then just drive through the fucking grass. I actually have to kind of stay on the road. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to miss like a checkpoint and then it's going to rewind me back. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I never understood why Forza didn't tackle like a need for speed type uh, hot pursuit. Like I, they would crush it. Like I think they would just demolish it if they came out with one of those, like their own version of it. I think it would be great. I think they should just integrate that portion into a Forza game where it's just like beat the heat or something like that. Because you know, like uh, like the law enforcement agency is not going to let like a whole bunch of racers just take out telephone poles and drive through people's front yards for <laughs> for for fun. Uh, so it would be fun to see them implement that in some way, shape, or form into their game. Dude, it'd be fun too if they implemented some like almost like burnout DLC and stuff to like just wreck cars. <laughs> like, to yeah, have like pile have, up. have more body damage because like I mean I've I have wrecked my car like I've barrel rolled down a hill like over like end over end and like I just drive away. <laughs> you know, it's just like it would be fun to see it, like maybe like some repair costs or maybe something in there because I mean you make money just you know like breathing in that game yeah so uh, there there's some there's some room for improvement i hope that they you know find a way to make it more uh robust in the next go around but this will last me for a while and i heard you also played unpacking i did i played unpack i i did you beat it i did uh and i was very underwhelmed what you were underwhelmed all right all right talk me through it Okay, so uh, okay, well maybe maybe I'm missing something. Maybe you can enlighten me cuz like uh you basically you start out and it's like I think it's like your 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 first room or whatever. I I, mm-hmm. I or maybe your college dorm, I don't know. Uh, uh the first one's your like childhood room. It's yeah. like moving to the new house. Yeah, okay. So like so I did all those like you know, I get the 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 critiques like that make me laugh about the boyfriend like when you move in with the boyfriend like mm-hmm. that place is jank like i'm like dude what is up with this place um and then you know the breakup going back to like your parents house or whatever and then like getting back on your own and then when you get back on your own and then you move in with your girlfriend um i was like 
okay, this place is already small enough. And now this chick's bringing in like plants and fertilizer and like all these other things. Dude, I have no place for any of this stuff. And it goes from being like a calming, like put things away to me. It like it bugged me that like I had to put the fertilizer in the front room, like in the corner underneath a lamp, like on a, you know, on a stand, like like there was like a little end table over there. Like slap it over there. I was like, that bugs me. Like I don't like that. So let me ask you this. Um, so when you're unpacking, are you just taking like one item out at a time and then like putting that item away where you want it to go right then and there? So I started doing that with like the first like three houses. I I did that. But then like when it got to the bigger houses, I would just unpack everything out of the boxes and just throw it on the floor. And yep. then I would check to see where everything was going to go. <laughs> that's what that's what i like the very first room i was like the most meticulous motherfucker like just <laughs> out of the box i'm like there you go i'm like nope this is perfect like we're gonna focus on this section this section like everything was like one at a time like very slow very nice and then after the next room i'm just like all right just slam it on the fucking box i'm like let's just throw this shit all on the bed and i'm like we'll figure it out later i'm like this is a fucking blender i'm like we'll put that in the kitchen later <laughs> that I'm just like fucking just open. I have three boxes open at the same time. I'm just like, boom, 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 boom. Just unloading all the shit everywhere. I'm like, and then we'll just throw it all together at the end, baby. Like, that's what we're going to do. I'll uh, I'll tell you that. I mean, that game, it, it was calming. I get that. I played it a lot before I went to bed, which is fine because it helped me go to bed because like, you know, it, it had that calming effect. But like there were some things that like bugged me about the overall mechanics of the game. Like there were some boxes that like were that would always end up in the bathroom that weren't bathroom things. Right. And like you no matter how many times you zoomed in, I couldn't tell what it was. Could have been dominoes. Could have been a pregnancy test. I don't know. Um, But like, you know, it was just kind of trial and error with a lot of those things. And it kind of bugged me that like I put it like underneath the sink when it probably should have gone in a drawer in the medicine cabinet because it's probably something else. Like the movies, like I could tell when they were like a Blu-ray movie, but I couldn't tell the difference between like a small book and like a GameCube game a lot of times without like zooming in. So like I know that like that whole front room is just like just jacked because like there's books and movies and GameCube games like all stacked in one cubbyhole. So yeah, that's what happened to me too. Towards the end for like my OCD, I just had to tell myself everything's a book (laughs) because like I was putting it on the shelf and I'm like, okay, books here. And then I'm like, we're going to do like, um like movies and then the video games but the movies and the video games look so much alike that i'm just like all right i'm like everything's a video game i'm like that's what i'm gonna tell myself these are just all games i'm like jaws cover nope it's a game (laughs) i'm just like books and then yeah by the end dude i was just slamming like video game video game book video game i'm like i don't fucking care i'm like this ficus throw that shit up on the bookshelf I'm like, I don't care, dude. Put the fucking diploma under the bed. Like, let's just get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Yeah, that diploma like slowly worked its way like further and further away from being on the wall and just like someplace <laughs> where I didn't have to see it. I was like, dude, I can't like true to life. I can't even tell you where my diploma is from college right now. Dude, like it's somewhere. I told Zach that was like the one of the first like really sad moments for me was when you're in the boyfriend's house and like the only place you could like even have the opportunity to hang the diploma was in the bathroom above the toilet. <laughs> and it would tell you that it doesn't belong there. So then you have to just stick it under the fucking bed and that's where it goes. And I'm like, dude, that's heartbreaking. Man. Cause yeah. I tried it. Cause I was like, dude, this has to go somewhere. And then I'm like, dude, this cannot go in the bathroom, but I'm going to try it anyway. It was said no. And then I was like, 
well, under the bed. And then it was like, that's fine. And I was like, dude, that's fucked. <laughs> and then there was the 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 wa- there was the the washing washing machine and the uh the dryer in the bathroom on in the one place where she yeah. was living and uh like for the longest time i didn't know that was there like because i tried clicking on the other door like that was uh to go in and out of the bathroom and it wouldn't let me go and i was like okay well that's not a closet uh you know which i thought it was and then i clicked on the other one maybe like three quarters of the way through that level and i was like oh crap and then i had to move like everything that I had stashed underneath the the bathroom uh sink in in that little area and like there's rat there's like ant poison everywhere i'm like dude like okay i i don't understand why you have to carry around the same can of ant poison but okay it's there um and then what was the other thing oh yeah like your character like um is the most boring individual when it comes to clothes like her clothing choices like were lame like I, I would not dress like that if I was a girl. I'm just saying. Uh, and like her girlfriend, like had like the better outfits. So like you know, a lot of times I was just like, wow, okay, you definitely like traded up, good job. But like I was really uncomfortable unpacking like 30 pairs of chonies like every single time like you moved. Like there was just that one box that had like chonies forever. Dude, and- that was that was one of my favorite things. Where like as the years went on, it went from like six pairs of underwear to like 12 pairs of underwear. So, like, by the final house, there's, like, 34, like, fucking pairs of underwear. It's, like, every drawer, there's, like, nine of them just crammed in there. And I'm, like, please. I'm, like, just stop. I was, like, I have, like, seven, like, maybe decent pairs of underwear. Like, please. Yeah. Yeah, dude, like, uh, and uh, there was, like, 30 pairs of underwear. Like, I never, sa- I never saw socks. And I never... And she always had like four bras. So it's like, you know, there's seven days in the week and like you only got four bras. So, you know, if it's anything like when we wear our like underwears, like, you know, I mean, like there's sweat. There's like things I mean, like those some of those bras got to be like gross, dude. Like, come on. I get it, though. Yeah. Like, whatever. It's a game. Like, it was good. It, it like, but it just you get to the last lo- you get to the last place and you unpack everything and you have a, a a child and everything like that. And it's super cool. And then, like, you know, you put that picture in there, like finally settle down. And then, like, that's that's game. And then there was the credits. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, am I missing something? No, that was the game. Okay. <laughs> then yeah i was i was very underwhelmed by the ending i mean i because when you see when you start the game you see three books right three scrapbooks yeah and you can choose like you know which scrapbook you want to use so i thought there might have been like three chapters of the game and like the first book was just like you know the first oh oh, instead of just like being save files just being like one two three yeah and i was like okay cool like and then like you know it was just basically start a new game and then there was like the new game plus and then there were stickers that you can get but like you don't really use the stickers any way shape or form and there's no way to really track the achievements for it so because i was playing it on the switch i wasn't playing it on the um i wasn't playing it on uh game, game pass. pass so you know it was all right it was good it was it was a good game like I can add it to my games that i beat this year but like i don't really feel too vindicated for beating that game yeah i don't know i i think zach kind of felt the same like same way like i think he was just like yeah you know it was fun like it was all right i don't know i i went in kind of with like no expectations and i think i like just thoroughly enjoyed it like (laughs) more like i just thought it was like chill and stuff and like the fact that you could put like each item like wherever and it makes kind of like a different sound each time and like 
the little details like in that stuff I thought was like really cool. And I mm-hmm. kind of liked the situational kind of stuff, like with the diploma and there's the picture after the breakup and it's like, you go to put it on the cork board and it's like, it won't let you and you have to kind of tuck it away in the drawer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, that's so sad. Like, so <laughs> and it was just like, you know, the moving back and the moms and stuff was depressing. And it's like, dude, this sucks. And all your art shit's like in the closet. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> I'm like, Dude, just, I felt bad for her. the most. It, uh, the most annoying thing to move to move was the chicks because there was like twenty of dude, them. That was the <laughs> other thing that every chance by the end of the game, there's like fucking like twelve of them, and I'm like, dude, where the fuck? I just throw them all. I just leave them all on the bed at that point. I'm like, dude, you can fucking sleep on them. I don't care. That's what I started doing with the pig too. I'm like, dude, this pig, like over the years, like. I'm like, dude, he's got, he's huge. He takes up so much real estate. I'm like, dude, he's just going on the bed. Like all the stuffed animal, just bed. (laughs) Well, the, the pig. Yeah. I mean, the pig has got to go in the bedroom. Cause like I tried, cause once I started seeing like all of the drawings with the pig and like Mm -hmm. the books, like why do you need like 15 copies of your own book? Like to, to put on a bookshelf, fine, whatever. And you know, it's, oh, like you're using the pig as like a reference for your stories. That's great. Like, let's put the pig in like your room where like your artistic juices flow. And like, nope, it won't let me put it there. I was like, okay, well, I guess it's got to go in the bedroom where all the other stuffed animals are. Like, that's great. There's no room for that. Like that bed looks like it threw up stuffed animals. Right. That was kind of one of the things I liked though too was the fact that that's I guess one of the other things I really related with was how kind of even though going through the years there was the specific items that a stayed with you the entire time and b that always had that one specific spot where they went like the little red like uk like double decker bus thing it's like nightstand every single time <laughs> it was just like that's where it goes mm-hmm. and then like the pig is so it was really in the little uh like cup with the heart or whatever on it and the fact that you had your toothbrush in there for like 15 years and then you finally like upgraded your cup <laughs> yeah it had like a chip in it and like a crack through yeah. the heart and we were just like oh that's some symbolism right there i get it right but yeah it was um it, it was a good game it was a good time waster uh because like i i was waiting for like that shin megami tensa like five to come out and like oh it, of course you were yeah and that crap like loaded onto my switch like tuesday this week and i was like oh sweet like i'm gonna play this and it was like nope you gotta wait until friday i was like well i guess i'm finishing unpacking then so you know did you play it no i've downloaded i'm gonna play it tonight after the podcast um and get my first taste of it um but yeah it's uh like this this weekend was primarily like far cry 6 um which I'm still playing and there was an update for it. And I think they changed some things with like some of the shooting mechanics, which I'm now enjoying the, the thing a lot more, but I will tell you like in far cry six thing, shit escalates hella fast. Like there's all these areas that are um, controlled by like the dictator that you're trying to overthrow that's fine like the fact that you can never like turn them into uh spots for your rebels to stay at i'm fine with but like when you clear out an area and you hide all the bodies like so that like you know you just didn't shoot somebody in the middle of the street so like somebody's like oh some shit's going down over here maybe i should investigate like when you're hiding all the bodies but people are still like nope i'm gonna come in here and like you know see what's going on (laughs) um it kind of gets annoying because you know they ramp up like really fast like it's like you know a regular foot soldier first 
And then it's like an armored dude with a rocket launcher. And you're just like, okay, like I, I need to use my armor piercing rounds to take this dude out fast. And then, you know, and then it's like a helicopter and then you shoot down the helicopter and they're like, okay, well now you're getting a tank and like, not just one tank, maybe like two tanks, like depending on the area. And it's then like, like, yeah. And the, ta- the tanks, like you can't, like if you sneak up behind the tank and you jump on it, you can't take the guy out of the tank. You can't open the thing up and like throw a grenade inside. Like you basically just have to shoot the tank until it blows up. Like you have to use like armor piercing rounds to kill it uh, or grenades. And then if you get behind it and it decides that it wants to move, it runs your ass over. So you're like automatically dead, which sucks. Um, But I get I mean, that's if you get hit with a tank in real life, you're going to die. But it just seems like it escalates. It goes from zero to like I need to run like really fast. And it's kind of frustrating. You're just minding your own business and then like a gorilla wearing a jetpack with like an ak-47 comes down (laughs) dude so okay so get this i was i i i took out a checkpoint um that was you know run by the the dictator's military i took it out i converted it to uh, a rebel uh checkpoint and i'm standing there going through my inventory like checking out the guns that i want to upgrade like you know looking at all the that the the stuff that i just got to see if anything is is beneficial to me and this dude, this rebel dude in a pickup truck goes through the goes through the checkpoint and then doesn't stop and just runs my ass over. My own team just ran my ass over because he had to make a delivery somewhere else. I was like, son of a biscuit. Like, I, I swear to God, like, I don't even know what to say right now. <laughs> like, I just I, I just stared at the screen dumbfounded for like a minute. Um, But yeah, it's it's a fun game. It's good. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I think I'll just stick with it because I thought it was going to be a bigger game. Um, and there, don't get me wrong. I think it's probably going to be like, if you want to do everything, it's going to be like 40 hours, but I do want, like, you can beat the game. If you just take one, like there's, there's three different, um, rebellion leaders that you can acquire, like for your team. Mm-hmm. And you can do it if you just you could beat the game if you just get one of them on your side and then go take out the dictator. But I want to get like all three just to see what their stories involve mm. um, before I put this game this game on a shelf. So um, so yeah, so it's it's I'm working through it. It's fun. Like there's there's plenty of easy ways to travel like from point A to point B pretty fast. And um, there is a quick ending to this game, too, like they do have with the other ones, like with, uh, I think, Far Cry 4. Like if you just stayed in the room with the the evil guy when you have the the lunch with him in the beginning, if you just stay in the room with him, like he comes back after like 15 minutes and the game ends um, and you get an ending. Um, this one, you have the opportunity to take a boat and go to Miami, like just leave this place and just go to Miami, which is where you want to go. And you can do that and get an ending that way, too. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I kind of want to stick it out and see how it goes. So uh, I'm doing that right now. Um, but that's all I've been playing. Have you been playing anything new this week? Um, well, besides Forza, really, the only other things I was playing was the DLC for Binding of Isaac came out on console. So I bought that again. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> So I've been playing a lot of Binding of Isaac on my Switch, but unfortunately, um, on my PC version, I have like all the stuff unlocked, but I don't mm-hmm. have everything unlocked on my Switch version, so I can't even access the DLC yet oh, because no. I don't have enough stuff unlocked. So I'm like, God damn it! So I've just been playing the game, trying to like 
get through it more time so I can start unlocking stuff so I can do the DLC. <laughs> mm. nice. uh, and I checked out, I need to play a little bit more of it, but I also checked out this game on Game Pass called One Step from Eden. Hmm. Okay. Um, it has kind of like a, I guess like anime-ish kind of art style and stuff. And I'm still trying to figure out what the game really is, but it plays a lot. Like if you've ever played like the Mega Man NT warrior games, where it's kind of, where it's kind of like when you get into like battles and stuff with people, it's almost like you have an entire field and it's split in half. And it's like a four by like four by three, whatever like spot. And so you can like move into each spot and in Mega Man, you have battle chips or whatever that you use to attack and you can like refill. And that's kind of what this has. It's kind of like Slay the Spire-ish. And it's like you have a deck and it has cards and stuff. And it's like, it like kind of loads them up randomly like into your two spots. And then you can like rapid fire them off and you can like shuffle your hand basically to get like new moves. And you kind of upgrade those moves and get new moves to add it into your deck and stuff to do and it's pretty fun like i got to like the first boss and he like kind of wrecked my shit and then i was like all right and then forced it finally finished downloading so i was like all right i have to switch to forced it uh, <laughs> but i do want to keep playing it because it seems pretty cool and i like stuff like slay the spire and inscription and that kind of style of game so it's kind of funny it's like it seems to me like this year there's a whole bunch of those like card based strategy like fighting games that have been coming out and i wonder if they've always just been there and we've always just been overlooking them because there's been like a bright shiny bobble on the horizon or if this is just you know it's time to shine and a bunch of developers are just coming out with the same game yeah i i think you know sometimes you see that happen and stuff like i know that was like a thing that's kind of like what the new hotness is or whatever for like the kind of style of game, that kind of strategy stuff, you know, there was stuff like that when first person shooters were like really hot. And then like, you know, a bunch of first person shooters and stuff would come out at like the same time. And yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I'm glad you, I'm glad you seem to be liking it. And you said it was on game pass, right? So it's free, right? To yeah, exactly. So and it should be like, if you just go under like recently, cause it was just recently added, it was added at the same time as Forza. So if you, it's just like kind of on the front page under the recently added. Nice. I, I saw uh, Kill It With Fire uh, came out uh, on Game Pass. I saw and, that too. Uh, I haven't downloaded it or even I don't even really know what it's about. So that game like must have like there must have been. An, I don't know if there was an embargo on it or, or if like they just finally had enough money to do it. But they released that on everything, dude. It's on Apple Arcade. It's uh, it just like released on like every other platform like this week, like because like it came up on my Apple phone for like, hey, you should probably download this. You'd like these kinds of games. And I was like, all right, cool. But it basically it just seems like there's spiders in your house or bugs of some type. And you just have to find unique ways to kill things in your house, uh, insects in your house. Um, <laughs> but it seems like a fun time. Uh, I haven't played it yet, but uh, I'll probably get it, give it a try next weekend. Um. So, yeah, I guess that's all we've been playing. Uh, is there anything you've been watching that you want to talk about? Yeah, you know, if you've uh, made it to this part of the podcast, you know, we're going to do some spoiler talk on me and Shannon have both watched Shang-Chi. Have you seen Eternals? No, I have not. 
Okay, I was like, I was like, we did talk about me and Zach talked about Eternals last week. So if you listen to last week's podcast, don't listen to the end then because uh, <laughs> we talked Eternal spoilers. But we're gonna talk Shang Chi spoilers, and I also saw Home Sweet Home Alone, so I'm gonna spoil what plot there is to that. <laughs> um, but so if you do not want to hear those spoilers. Thank you for listening, and uh, you can catch us next week. So, Shannon, what did you think of Shang-Chi? I thought those fight sequences were amazing. Like, that first sequence on the bus, when uh, he's just, like, wrecking shop, and, like, the bus is getting cut in half, and, like, Aquafina's driving the front of the bus, and it's, like, speed style, but with, like, more comedy and action going on. Like, I was on board at that point. Like in the, in the Like, I was just like, okay, I'm sold. This is far like this is probably one of the best best action sequences I've seen in a Marvel movie in a long time. Um, so I was I was I was blown away by that. And I feel that the pacing of the movie was great, was good. Like there there weren't a lot of like, you know, lulls. There was enough to give you story and backdrop and to, you know, get you uh involved with this character's story and then it was just like it just took off and let you kind of enjoy the rest of the uh of the unfolding of like the events that were happening um there was a plenty of comedy that i found myself chuckling at uh especially like on the last battle when like that soul sucker comes out of the wall and the dude's like no we're not joining you we're not gonna fight together this is bullshit we'll just crush you and then that thing came down and took that dude's soul (laughs) and like left and the dude was like okay we're gonna we're gonna help you like we'll we'll join you (laughs) <laughs> and, um, and I mean, like th- stuff like that was funny. Um, I thought the, the rings, um, were, uh, impressive. Um, and I didn't know a lot of Shang-Chi's, um, like backstory. So I was just glued to the TV the whole time. It didn't feel like two hours and nine minutes. It just, it felt like a standard hour and 30 minute movie. So I was happy with it. How about you? Yeah, no. Um, so after like it's funny because like watching eternals you know it was a lot more like serious and stuff so then going back to kind of like shang chi and it's like the bus scene was so crazy and like over it was so over the top Mm -hmm. and the the movie really reminded me of i messaged my friends after i watched it because they all saw it in theaters and stuff and they've just been waiting for me to watch it and i was like dude i'm not gonna watch it until it comes out on disney plus um but it was so like over the top and good. And it reminded me of Spider-Man two and stuff like the bus, like the bus scene, like there was a cool bus scene. It had kind of like the same kind of humor as like the Toby kind of Spider-Man, like one and two mixed kind of with like black Panther, like a little bit and stuff about him kind of like taking the lead. Um, But his relationship with the girl fantastic like she Mm -hmm. was hilarious throughout the entire thing and i just love them at the end and stuff like together at the coffee shop like they like revisit that at the end with the friends and stuff and they're talking it was so good Mm -hmm. like yeah i like the callback to uh you know the um dr strange uh like universe um and i forget who that um the name of that character um that you know juan yeah, I, th- I think so. But like to see him like, you know, stand alone in his own like little cameos was 
it heartening to me. Like, yeah. you know, give they give those little guys like their time too, like the the lesser characters. Yeah, I like that he showed up and like, oh, we gotta go. So I'm kind of hoping we get to see them then in like uh, the dot next Doctor Strange movie, even if it's like really brief, just like some sort of mention of like the fact that their kind of storyline still going on. Yeah, and his character is so like as far as physicality goes, I feel his character is more physically demanding. Uh, just because of the the stunts and the the uh, athleticism that's revolved around uh, him pulling off his moves, like you know mm-hmm. his the rings are just kind of like a they accentuate his his um, his combat ability being like this trained assassin. Uh, so I hope that they ramp up his timeline as far as things getting done uh, to develop him for the next phase, whatever it is that Marvel's planning. Because, you know, I think it would be harder for him to be a, a center or an integral role if he's, you know, not as physically capable. Yeah, no, dude, I can't wait for like him to get integrated with like the actual like an Avengers like team up like moment and stuff and have like him throw the rings or something and like strange like duplicates them and it's like a fucking hail fire of like the rings like crashing in and stuff <laughs> that would be dope. like i can't wait to see like some like team dynamic stuff yeah uh you know it, they really bury the lead of him having a sister too like you really don't even know he has a sister until you know he kind of divulges that and you're even then you're like 30 or 40 minutes into the movie when that happens right so like I was pretty surprised by that. Um, I thought their chemistry, like as far as everybody uh, throughout the movie was like, you know, top notch. Um, and I did like the uh, the dragon uh, coming in at the back at the the back end. I know like everybody in the beginning uh, thought it might have been like, a, you know, some like I, I think it was like Fing Fing Foom or whatever. Like, oh, uh-huh. you know, but um you know, that was pretty cool to, to watch the it didn't feel like super campy. Like, you know, I mean, Marvel movies are always going to have a little bit of like uh, mysticism to them. And I, I feel that fit like that whole like story pretty well. Uh, I liked all the the creatures. I like the fact that they brought in the um, uh, the dude from Iron Man three, uh, the Mandarin. And I like yeah. how like they were capping on him. They were like he was he was an orange. Like the 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 states were afraid of an orange. Essentially, like you know this is ridiculous. And there were a couple moments like that. Like Ben Kingsley like really did a good job like reviving that role. And yeah. uh, that that little furball with wings. Like if they don't make a plushie of that guy and sell him, like I'd be very disappointed. Dude, like when he's laying on the ground, like face first dead and the thing comes over and he's like, he's like, it's called acting. He's like, no, lay down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got a chuckle out of me. I'm not going to lie. I was like, that is fitting for that character. Like I I was like, please don't say he's dead. Like no matter what's going on, he's always like an 11. Like whatever is (laughs) happening, he's always extra no matter what is going on in the background. Yeah, he's like right in the thick of it. He's not doing anything to benefit the situation, but he's not essentially doing anything to make it worse either. He's just kind of there. Yeah, he's just experiencing it. Yeah, pretty much. But um, but I yeah, I I definitely think this is I think this is better than Black Widow for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't seen Eternals yet, but if Eternals has a more serious tone, I think it would be better than that, too. I will say I think it is better than Eternals. Oh, yeah. Um. But, you know, I would put this like on like our Marvel list and stuff. I'd put it up pretty high. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know where I think it wouldn't be like 
it'd probably be like maybe like high like high b tier maybe like low a tier depending on like what's around there mm-hmm. no i yeah i definitely put this up as something i would rewatch like multiple times and not have a problem with it i mean the action sequences by themselves i mean there's so much going on that like i feel you kind of need to watch it multiple times just just kind of see everything that's happening because it happened so fast. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. When we were talking about like the bus scene and stuff, I was like, dude, I kind of really want to rewatch Shang-Chi and like, yeah. watch it again now after talking about all the fight scenes. Yeah, like it's um, and the fact that it's in San Francisco, like I think adds to my uh, like joy of the movie. Because like, you know, there's a lot of spots that you see and you're like, oh, I know that I know that like place. I know where they're at. They're at the top of Knob Hill. Like they're going down here. Like, you know, my job site's over there. Like I know where like it's it's kind of funny because you can draw the like uh, you draw some type of similarity or like um, familiarity with it. Um, so I think Marvel did a great job with that one. And I hope the rest of their movies that they come out with, like kind of have that same tone um, with the new characters that they're going to be rolling out for us. I know I'm like it's got me after watching Shang-Chi it has me so pumped for Spider-Man yeah yeah. like I'm like dude I need to go see that like Friday like 9 p.m. showing dude so side note um I was uh, driving into the city the other day and like by my building there's this huge billboard and like you know it changes out like every month um but when i was driving in the other day like i saw like the the ring like you know and it had like the sparks going out of it and there were two people in it and there was one dude that was like shorter and it kind of looked like spider-man there was a taller dude that has hand out and it kind of looked like um it kind of looked like um dr strange mm-hmm. and i was like oh dude is like is that like a new uh ad for it and then as i got closer i saw the wand sticking out of the dude's hand and i was like damn it it's another fantastic beasts like uh-huh. uh, like movie poster but they're totally biting off of like that marvel magic right there so um yeah i was that i was lingering magic i know i was i was so like disappointed by it but um but yeah mm-hmm. it, it's good it, it's got me excited for marvel movies again because i didn't know if i was going to be excited after you know the infinity war like Endgame uh movies came out i didn't know if i was going to be happy about their second phase because that first one was so iconic but I feel like Shang-Chi kind of like, you know, starts things off on the right foot. Like I'm kind of bummed Eternals didn't kind of follow in that, but it is what it is. We'll see. They they can turn it around. I mean, like if it's anything I've learned from the other Marvel movies, when we've done the the reviews, it's that, you know, they've released some duds, but they've always like land. They, they stuck the landing. So, you know, long game. Right. I was like, I also remember one of the other shows that got announced was Marvel zombies. Oh, really? Okay. For Disney Plus, like I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be animated. I mean, I would think. I don't know if it's going to be in the same style as like What If or if it's going to be in like a different art style. I didn't really read the thing. I was just like, well, I was kind of disappointed by the Marvel Zombies What If episode, so I'm like, dude, this is their chance to redeem themselves with like a badass like mini series. Yeah. Yeah, aside from Loki, like all of their TV series is, haven't really s- done it for me. Um, so Moon Knight is supposed to be a TV series, right? It's not. Is it a movie or is it a series? No, it's a series. It's going to be a, a show. It's like the next phase of the Marvel shows because there's Hawkeye, mm-hmm. She-Hulk, oh, and right. Moon Knight is the other because Haw- it's like those three. Hawkeye comes out in like two weeks. 
I know, and it looks fun. Like yeah. I've I've only watched the first trailer. I know they showed like a new trailer, but I'm like, I don't want to see anymore. I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna watch it when it comes out. You already got me. Like I don't need anything more spoiled for me. I'm already invested. Yeah, yeah. Now we were going from a action packed Marvel movie to a remake of a older movie that we've watched when we were kids i would say so i saw the home alone trailer and i was skeptical because you can't replace macaulay culkin and the wet bandits what is your take on this new home alone so first let me ask you have you only ever seen the first two home alone movies yes okay because there's like five of them now six of them yeah Okay, I wonder because I was like, I've, I don't think I've watched all of them, but I think I've watched all but maybe like one of them. So I've seen all of them. And let me tell you, three and four are rough. And I don't think I've seen five. And then this one is technically the sixth one. Um, but this one just came out on Disney Plus on Disney Plus Day. And it is called Home Sweet Home Alone. And like Shannon, I watched the trailer and I, I thought it was funny that it had his brother, Macaulay Culkin's brother in the movie or whatever. He's a cop in this one. And I was like, he's bound. To, I was like, Macaulay Culkin has to make an appearance at some point in the movie. Like he just has to. And so I was like, and the kid I thought was weird, like his, his accent. I wasn't expecting the kid to be British. So yeah. when he started talking, I was like, whoa, like what the fuck? Like what's going on here? That I was like, all right, like, I guess that's interesting. He seems very sassy. And so, so I'm like, all right, I'm like, well, uh, we'll give this a go since it just came out. And I watched it. And I will say it actually wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And I say that as someone, like I said, who has watched almost all the Home Alone movies, like one and two are classics. And then three three is terrible and then four was worse than that and then like i said i never even wanted to watch the fifth one that came out not that long ago but this one i thought was actually funny it had a couple moments that actually made me laugh and you can tell it's kind of made for that like like modern i guess like audience and stuff and you know it was really interesting because in this one the the bandits or whatever the whole thing is like the kid takes like this doll from this open house that's going on because these people are going to sell their house and they think he took their doll that's worth like two hundred thousand dollars which they need to like remortgage their house and so they're like oh well we'll just go to his house and get it but you know they left or whatever so he's like okay well i see it's in there so they tried to break into his house to get this doll and of course he's left home alone so he's home while they're trying to do this and they keep referring to the doll as the ugly little child because its head's flipped upside down and that's like what makes it rare and worth a bunch of money so he overhears them like when they're breaking the house saying that like they're going to take kidnap like the ugly little child and they think he's talking about him. So he's like, they're going to kidnap me. And so he does the Macaulay Culkin thing and booby traps the house and 
hijinks ensues. And like you said, dude, the dad, the dad, I'm like, first bullet, he shoots a fucking pool ball out of this like <laughs> t-shirt fucking cannon, pegs the dude in the forehead. And I'm like, dude, he would have dropped dead right there. <laughs> like that impact would have caved his fucking skull in and his eyes would have probably popped out of his fucking head as he like flew six feet back. And he just drops to the ground and gets like a big welt on his head. And I'm like, dude, this man is like on fucking bath salts or something to like get up after that sort of blow to the head, man. So do they at least make a callback to like the original one where like maybe he's watching it on TV, which is where he gets the idea to booby trap the house or so um they don't really say where he gets the idea to like booby trap the house. It is funny though, too, because so for callbacks to the previous home alone, the ones I caught anyway, where on the TV, they had a reboot version of the, with the, it's like angels will cry or whatever. The first, the movie was, I'm going to count the six. Yeah. It's like a reboot of that movie is on TV. And like the guy's like, Oh, he's like, nothing beats the original or whatever. And like fucking turns it off. But he was doing the line, like, I'm going to count the six, like, that the original one did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for Macaulay Culkin's brother, who's the cop, when the initial, the kid calls the cops when the fucking break-in happens, and he gets the call, and he's like, no, nah. he's like, cancel that, he's like, it's a prank call. And they're like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, he's like, my brother Kevin does this every year, because on Christmas, we left him home alone twice and he's like so every year he makes this fake call about someone being left home alone he's like as punishment for me and he's like it's not a real call so he like ignored the police call to like go over and help the kid but they referenced the fact that it's like yep this is this happened twice on christmas Hmm. never live it down awesome so uh would you say this is like the second in line of like the home alone movies, or would you say that home alone one and two are still better than this one? I mean, home alone one and two are classics. Like I would say, honestly though, it's the best home alone movie after one and two. Like I, after watching like, I'm sure the fifth one's horrible or whatever, but I, I actually enjoyed this one. Like the ending was also surprising like that's why if you're gonna watch it i didn't want to spoil like how it actually ends because i was like that's kind of interesting but okay um but it it was definitely i think it's worth a watch like if you are at all interested in it i think as like a funny haha you can make some eggnog sit back and watch the home sweet home alone movie nice Uh, i think i'll give it a go um so uh, I watched a series on Netflix that came out that's based on a video game, uh, League of Legends. Uh, it's called Arcane. Uh-huh. Uh, so I wanted to see it just because it saw a, it, it. It was a cell shaded cartoon. Um, and I, I, you know, I was interested in it. And usually with Netflix and all those streaming services, like the majority of them um, have always you know, brought a series out and you can just binge watch like the whole thing. Right. But Netflix is now doing like this weekly rollout um, with this series. Like, you know, some of the other streaming services like Hulu and and Disney plus are starting to do. Mm -hmm. So what they did is they, they put out the first three episodes and then it's only a six episode arc. So um, 
like the other episodes are coming out like weekly. Uh, at least that's what I saw when I was looking through. Maybe they only put up the first six. So, you know, that there's at least six weeks coming. Um, but I watched it and um, I don't know anything about League of Legends. Uh, I, you know, I've never really played the game. So I'm assuming these characters are involved some way, shape or form. Um, and this is just kind of the backstory of two of the main characters, just so you kind of get a feel of like where they're coming from. Um, it makes like three time jumps uh in like the first like three episodes so like you start off like you see them when they're kids um and they get uh basically saved like there's a revolt like there's like a the rich side of town and the poor side of town and you know the the poor side revolts against the rich side like there's many casualties the leader of the rebels um basically finds these two kids that are now orphans because he was uh leading their parents in the revolt and the both of their parents got like murked so uh, he basically uh, feels bad for them and takes them under his wing. Uh, he becomes like the um, the patriarch of the underbelly or the the of the uh, the poor poorer side of town. Uh, and basically, the second episode or the the first episode goes from when they're kids to when they're like teenagers, um, and shows them going through the 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 process of becoming you know grifters essentially so they plan a robbery of this dude's uh place in the upscale portion of town um it goes sideways the build the the room ends up getting blown up but with one of the the tchotchkes that they find inside and um they have to escape well when they do that of course you know the the police the main police officer of the upscale goes into the lower scale neighborhood and talks to the, um, you know, the, the head honcho guy. So you kind of understand that there's more like dynamics at play. Uh, you kind of see the infrastructure a little bit more of like how the town is put together. Um, there are some other like side stories that are going on as well. Third episode takes a hard pivot and um, you see the two characters Vi and uh, is the redheaded lady. And then there's a blue haired lady and um i forget what her name is it's like it's something whatever mm -hmm. she goes from being like this girl who is trying to find her path and is trying to help her teammates because like you know the 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 group of kids is like there's um there's four of them and you know she's kind of like the the unexperienced um weak link if you will like she's kind of an inventor and her inventions don't really um pan out when she needs them to work um so she people have come to not rely on her and vi who is the main character kind of stands up for her and tells them that you know she's just got things that she's working out and you know she'll grow into her own um you know just give it time well um you know vi ends up like you know having to go on this rescue mission and you know she's like no you need to stay behind because you're going to be a liability and like when she stays behind she snaps like She's ugly crying. She's got snot running out of her nose and it's coming out of her mouth. And like you could see like the eyes like get wide, like the typical like anime style when like their people like are starting to hit their point. Like, mm -hmm. you know, her eyes get really big and like you're just like, OK, this chick is coming like unhinged, like relatively fast here. And she's just like, I need to do something. So she takes these like tchotchkes that she took that blew up the building the first time. And she's like, I'm going to put them in one of my inventions and then I'm just going to go out there and I'm going to try to help them. And basically she climbs up to the side of the building 
and um like you know can she can see her teammates are like kind of losing this battle and so she throws like this bomb in there like essentially and it blows everything to hell like everybody gets messed up like there's nobody that that comes out of this thing unscathed and um she basically gets um you know blamed for it um it kills like the it ends up being like one of the defining uh, moments that kills their their father figure. Um, and, you know, Vi basically loses her cool and says, like, you know, this is your fault. Um, why did you do this? You're such a nuisance and basically like punches her and is just like, get away from me. I don't want anything to do with you. And like she basically like walk, turns her backs and runs away. And like this chick, like if you thought she was unhinged before, like <laughs> loses her shit like and is just a mess and like the villain comes up and is like he's gonna kill her and he's like uh you know she's like so what happened to your crew and like she basically jumps into his arms like hugs him and like starts crying and like he drops the knife and like hugs her and instead of like you know killing her says that's okay we'll make this better we'll make everybody see um that you were on the right side of history like when this happens And that's basically where like the third episode ends is like, you know, she's going to be part of the um, like the the bad team. Right. And then like the Vi chick is going to have to make amends and she's also going to have to fight, fight this team of people with her own ragtag group of people that she's going to have to rally because she's solo now because like everybody on her team got jacked. So. um, So now there's a third time jump where everybody's going to be older. Uh, again and like this is gonna like be where like the main crux of the story is um so i mean i'll tell people like you should watch this it's good um i think you'd enjoy it um even not knowing anything about league of legends i'm finding the story pretty riveting i just do think that because the episode list is so short that they have to cram a lot of information in in a very short period of time so that uh that character's pivot from being like a stable youth to being an unhinged, like crazy lady uh, happens relatively fast. That's the only thing I didn't like about it. But Arcane is a good series on Netflix. If you have it, I, I, I strongly suggest watching it. Yeah, I did see it under the like new releases and stuff, and I didn't watch the trailer, but the art style did draw me in. And then when I saw it was like League of Legends or whatever, that was the point where I kind of it turned me off or whatever, just because I was like, well, I don't fucking know shit about League of Legends. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't either, but I find the story compelling enough. And it, you know, it's a typical like video game like story, right? So it's a little mm-hmm. over the top. It's a little like dire circumstances everywhere, um, you know, but there is a, a decent political structure, like undertone there that kind of makes the story intriguing at how all the parts are going to come together. Um, but, you know, my girlfriend had a hard time, like even when that third episode happened, she was just like, whoa, like that happened fast. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's a video game. Like you gotta, gotta roll with some of the punches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like we got to get there. We got to get there. Yeah, they got six episodes and like they're already in, they're already halfway through the arc. So like, you know, you got to you got to do what you can. Um, so, yeah, it's um, it's good. It's it's a it's a good watch. I recommend it. All right. Have you been watching anything else? Uh, just the mass Singer. And I will tell you, like this season, I am on point to have like the best season uh, of guessing who's who underneath the mask. <laughs> Uh, I really wish Zach was here because like, you know, Zach is usually the one that like is it watch watches maybe like the first half of the shows and then he's like out on it. 
but um like the lead singer from the sex pistols was like the most recent like person who got voted off um and so uh i would have been interested to see his take on it like mm. uh like because that dude aside from doing like the sex pistols like like music he's not very uh vocally talented you know i mean he's got a very noticeable like tone when he sings yeah uh so like i knew it was i knew it wasn't somebody that was like you know that's not trained he had like you could tell he's a singer i just couldn't place him uh i knew he was in the rock category but i didn't know where um and his story like i didn't know like you know you typically i don't really follow like a lot of the tabloid stuff but like you know his wife has alzheimer's and the reason he's doing it is because like you know now like she can you know because he's her caretaker predominantly like all the time mm-hmm. uh so now you know she can watch him on the show because she watches the show all the time um so she can see him pretty much like every time they watch the show like doing his thing so i thought that was a pretty heartwarming kind of uh reason for doing the show but um i did i i have like gotten like four or five people this season um so i'm doing pretty good you're on a roll i am and like i'm i'm on par i know at least one more uh character that hasn't been revealed yet the skunk i know is for sure faith evans like for sure um and we'll see like what group b brings but yeah i'm enjoying it like it's a guilty pleasure it's the one show i still watch on network tv yeah, I was like, there's nothing for all my like Master Chef, Hell's Kitchen, like all that stuff's done. Mm-hmm. And so I just have Shark Tank right now. And Bob, <laughs> Bob's Burgers is going on too. So I, I do watch Bob's Burgers as it comes out. But yeah, I mean, but this is the time of year where you're going to have a lot of stuff to watch, right? Because like the Mandalorian, hopefully the Mandalorian comes back. I think there's a season three of that, right? That's coming back. Yeah. Um, And then we'll have the boys coming back, which will be good. Um usually like right around now like uh the grand tour comes back which is a great show on amazon if you like cars well i uh, did like i do need to go back and watch because i i loved top gear when it was the three of them and then it was just heartbreaking when they had to leave top gear and well yeah uh, i mean jeremy clark's is kind of a douche but uh they do put the, like the three of them together do put together a good show i mean he is but it's like <laughs> but that's also like his person like he's a fucking dick but that's mm-hmm. like his thing it's like you can't hate simon cowell for being a dick you can't hate jeremy clark for being a fucking dick because it's like that is what they're paying for is they're paying for that like i don't have a problem with them being a dick but when you're punching people on your staff because they brought you the wrong sandwich that's kind of a dick move okay well when you when you put it in the context like that shannon yeah (laughs) if you're just gonna ellen degeneres fucking hit your staff like yeah you kind of get knocked down a peg but yeah uh like if you haven't watched any of the grand tours like i would watch it because like the first episode of their series on amazon um what's his name the the Jeremy middle Rainer? guy no uh, oh uh, hammond yeah hammond almost dies like he I, takes an electric car like right off the edge of a of a of a hill and like it rolls and like catches on fire and they had to like dude out of the out. like i i do remember about that because i think his arm was like in a sling and stuff his leg his leg he oh, his shattered leg. his leg but like he fucking rolls cars and shit all the time. Even on <laughs> Top Gear, like he fucking totaled like three cars and got fucked. Like him in the neck brace and shit, like got <laughs> fucked up. Like so, all the off-road adventure ones, his car's always the one that fucking breaks down like a third of the way into the challenge, and it's like, 
Yeah, I didn't even I, I I totally forgot that like the season was supposed to come out um during the pandemic and they basically shut down the shooting, but they did a one of those like movie uh movie uh series that they do, like where it's like a two parter and it's mm-hmm. like an hour like it two they're back to back and they're like an hour long a piece. And they did one in um in China and that one was pretty good. Like it it not only did it show the um like environmental like impacts uh, of what's going on right now over there but it also was a very funny uh show uh, and it had some drama to it too which was pretty good so i would recommend uh, at least watching the movie ones but they had one where they did um they had to do the training for the sas and like they had to do like from the helicopter they had to go down in the helicopter do like the whole like infiltrate find the target and then run to like their safe zone like that whole thing is hella funny because they do it just like a uh, first person shooter where like if you screw up, like you basically have to start over again. So like it just it's just like a whole like 35 minute like chunk where like I was just laughing my ass off like the whole time. <laughs> so I would recommend like checking out at least a couple of those episodes. Yeah, besides that, um, I for the first time ever, I watched uh, Haunting on Hill House uh-huh. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really good. I thought that was cool. Like it kind of reminded me of it and how I feel like they maybe should have done the it movies where it was kind of like episodic and it's like each episode kind of focused on a different kid mm-hmm. kind of building up to them, like all being together, like at the end and stuff. And then it's just all of them at once. But I thought that was cool getting to see like, oh, this is what fucked her up as a kid and why she's so weird as an adult now. And, <laughs> like, all this stuff is like, yeah, like, Luke fucking relapsed again. and <laughs> Interesting. Nice. Well, it's a it's a show I'm never going to watch, so I'm, I'm glad. Oh, you're yeah, that is. Yeah, that is not. <laughs> I forgot. I'm talking to the wrong uh, co-host here. Uh, Shannon is not a fan of the horror genre yes yeah i'm out <laughs> it's, it's 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 christmas time i'm, I'm gonna watch all that the happy shows like uh, die hard and th- things like that yeah and frosty the snowman you know it i already got my christmas decorations starting to go up outside so you know dude we went to uh yeah we went to target and michael's we did all i did the majority of my christmas shopping this weekend so i'm like done i'm like yep I'm like, I want to be done. I was like, I'm just waiting on stuff to arrive. And then I'm going to package your stuff up and then Zach's stuff up and get that shit shipped out and just mm-hmm. be like done. Nice. I want to be done before December. Like, that's nice. my goal. Well, I will say that, you know, this episode is done before December, but it's a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. So do you want to close this out since we don't have anything else to talk about anymore? You got it. I know Zach said the other thing, like said that last week, too, when we we drew it out to like almost two episodes. And he's like, just all the fucking time just drags it out. We didn't drag anything out. This is all it's just. Yes, it's just that's what he, he goes in with the mindset that it's going to be a short podcast and then it ends up being an almost two hour podcast when he was thinking it was going to be like probably barely over an hour. That's because we're awesome friends and we have plenty of things to talk about. Yeah. So uh, in true in true typical TPL fashion. Uh, hey, Shannon, you want to land this plane for us? Oh, fuck. All right. Well, uh <laughs> 
Thanks, guys, for listening to another banger of an episode. I'm sorry the past couple weeks have been a little nuts. Um, It's just like you heard at the beginning, uh, computer crashes and scheduling conflicts and birthday parties galore. Um, So uh, thank you for sticking with us. We appreciate it. Uh, If you want to leave us a review, you can always do that uh, wherever you download our podcast, whether it be Spotify or Apple Podcasts um, or Podbean, if anybody uh, does it there. Um, To the, the people you know, outside of the U S that listen to it, uh, you know, like in Brazil and the United kingdom and I think Australia. And we have a dude in, I think we have one dude out there in, uh, uh, where is it? Sweden. So like, yeah, I mean, bravo to you guys spread the word, leave us, uh, some, some five-star reviews so that we can get noticed on, uh, on Apple's, uh, webpage a little bit more. I uh, appreciate it. Um, yeah. Uh, Justin, if Robbie was here, what would he say? Robbie would say, hey, guys, go be great. And uh, Zach, fill us in on some Moon Knight, please. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, SOS. <laughs>